to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Texter says, Tom Evan Stevens. Now we're talking. You got that right. It's a block party. 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to On The Block. Myself, Mike Melby, Tom Stevens of the Sunday Rewind. 402-464-5685. That's the starter Heyman text line. We want to know what you guys have to say because Husker fans are getting heated. This is a good conversation. We're just kind of all over the place when we're talking Nebraska football. Lots of interesting conversations. Uh, A lot of it comes down to who are you blaming for the losses? Who takes the brunt of the blame? Are you taking Casey Thompson or Adrian Martinez? It's very fascinating. So let me say this. We'll go through some of your guys' texts. Again, 402-464-5685. That's the Sarder Heyman text line. We want to hear from you guys. The first one I want to get to, we talked about this off air a little bit. Dexter says, do you guys think Indiana is a possible letdown game? Say they beat Oklahoma by week, then you play Indiana. You would think the bye week means it would not, <laughs> under any circumstances, be a problem. But Nebraska out of bye weeks under Scott Frost? Yeah. Bingo. Is horrible. Bingo. So I I, <laughs> I, I agree wholeheartedly. That is, that's a, well, I honest to God truth, a close win, a close loss, a blowout win or a blowout loss, Indiana sucks. They're but, bad. But off of bye week just worries me because of the history of the first four years. Uh, so, so I don't know. I mean, Tom Allen, he's fallen so quickly. I mean, we got the big raise. I think he was like runner up big, big 10 coach of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're saying he was the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and now they're like, okay, we'll bring it back. I mean, we have to, I mean, we've already invested all (laughs) this money. We have all this money. We're going to pay you for a buyout. I I, I don't understand the conversation though, that, oh, they were, they overlooked them. They're coming off a Oklahoma game. They, how can Nebraska, how can a coach that's 15 and 29 afford to overlook you or me? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's just silly that that conversation, and I, I don't know that it, you know, they, they say all the right things in the press conferences, but something's going on. Mm-hmm. When you're that bad after a bye week, when you're that, that bad after big games, something's going on. I, I just don't understand whether, you know, I don't expect Nebraska to beat Oklahoma, but to have a letdown against anybody, when you're losing by you these margins, you, I mean, you just can't. I mean, it's a Big Ten game. You're playing at home. It's homecoming uh, oh, versus wow. Indiana uh, next year. I I, I, I agree. I, I think you're right when you pointed it out earlier. Indiana and Rutgers, you got to win those games because I don't see a lot of others. I don't feel comfortable at Purdue, Illinois at home. Oh. So you got to win the Indiana, Rutgers, Illinois type games and then start off 3-0, and and there's your six. But I'm not comfortable saying there's much more than that. And I'm not sure. I mean, you guys are arguing that the upside of Casey Thompson is way higher than Adrian Martinez. Maybe it is, but I don't know what this offense is going to look like. We certainly didn't look or find anything out from the spring game. Which was so beyond frustrating. Yeah, we did. Did we, though? Oh, yeah. I learned a lot. What'd you learn? What did you? I like pie. What'd you learn, Mike? I'm interested. I learned that at 54 years old with bad knees, I could have scored a touchdown. Yeah, that's right. That's what I learned. That is fair. Yeah, that's Especially right. in the second half. They actually <laughs> let him hit, though. Uh, 
the thing that frustrated me about the spring game, I don't want to talk too much about the spring game because I'm yeah. just going to get heated it was horrible. and just go on an absolute rant. It was terrible. What I didn't understand is you brought in Casey Thompson, the guy that has Power 5 experience. Finally, Adrian Martinez is out the door. Whether you liked Adrian Martinez or not, it's a clean start for everybody. Yeah. The least you could do is at least see how far he can throw it. Yeah. Trey Palmer, run a go route. It, yeah. Casey Thompson, overthrown by 15 yards. Just at least see how far he can throw the football. Don't let it get picked. Yeah. Don't let it even be a completion. Just launch it. He threw what? A couple slants? See ya. Yeah. You're on the what, bench. What do you have? Five, and five passes? Three. Five passes? Three? Oh, no, three series. and Three, uh, five passes. Pass. You're right. Just, come it, on, man. You'll really? hear the argument, well, we don't want to show anything. I, come on. Show what? Like, yeah. have uh, him run straight and throw it as far as you possibly yeah. can. Yeah. We, we, yeah, just I so agree. we can get excited. Be like, whoa, he's got a big arm. That yeah. was pretty exciting, we right? All, Something. We, we all heard the story of they're going through a two-minute drill or third down, whatever it was, and Trey Palmer's like, just throw the damn ball up and I'll go get it. Seriously. And, and we heard the story. Scott Frost told the story at a press conference. And two plays later, they're like, all right, Trey, shut up. Go. And he's mm -hmm. like, all right, see ya. Right. And they're all like, Oh yeah, you think maybe <laughs> a, see that maybe a five star can do things. That's why like you're that. a five star. Who, now yeah, I get who would have thought? Now I get. We would have understand. Corey and Lincoln says Adrian Martinez will probably have a very similar season at K State that he had all four years at Nebraska. Some legit highlights, but a lot of disappointment. Throwing a little bit of shade there at Adrian Martinez. Yeah. Ellis at Illinois says one thing with Adrian's fumbling that I've never heard anyone mention is how he would always take one arm off the ball when he was going down trying to brace his fall. This was stupid because you don't need to. Do do that when you're wearing all that equipment. In fact, it will probably increase your chances of injury. And more importantly, taking your arm off the ball will lead to more fumbles. I can't believe they never corrected that. Maybe that is a coaching thing. No. I never really thought about that either. The, the coach that really underachieved, and you can argue about all the you know the firings, and there were four of them, and you bring in Bush. You know, I think you've, you've definitely upgraded. But Mario Verduzco, I I don't know where you could say any of his guys ever improved ever. Ooh. No, I can, I can tell you guaranteed that they regressed. I, I mean, I mean, how can you? He, he, he's he's awesome guy. Related great with the players. The players loved him. That's fantastic. But the the proof on the field never materialized. Why didn't somebody step in during their recruiting film session of Luke McCaffrey and say, "No, he's not a quarterback. If he wants to play running back, if he wants to be a wide receiver." That is not a quarterback. You can't simply change a throwing motion like Mario Verduzco always would say. Ah, just uh, change his throwing motion and he'll be uh, Dan Marino overnight. No, he won't. Mm -hmm. um, and I certainly think, that was certainly the case. I mean, goodness yeah, gracious. I, I think they did it a couple of times at UCF, and then they just thought they could just, you know, work miracles with every quarterback it's Big that they touch. Football, unfortunately, yeah, it doesn't work like yeah. that. That's the whole thing. I mean, it's the AAC. I mean, not knocking the AAC. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I am. It's the AAC. Right. Okay. You Great. You have super fast players. You've got an awesome system. Athletes, they, yeah. You have athletes. Yeah. The, and the AAC defense is optional. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's a track beat. It's the old school Big mm -hmm. 12. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, I, I say I hate the term, but I say it. It's, it's big boy football in the Big 10. I mean, it, when you get punched in the mouth, you lose teeth in the Big Ten. When you get punched in the mouth in the AAC, you laugh. <laughs> I, I mean, it's yeah. that's the difference. Which is interesting because that's also what this text says. By week five, Adrian's in the Heisman conversation. Big 12 plays no defense. 
Good luck here, Casey. Here comes Big Ten defense. Right. Yeah. That's that's a very valid point. A very valid. In Kansas State always wins seven games. You know, uh, DP says this all the time. Coaches, I mean, players do what coaches allow them to do. They, you know, they had four, you had four interceptions. You allowed that to happen. After maybe two, maybe you should have pulled him or, you know, changed plays or whatever. Players do what coaches allow them to do. It, when he goes to Kansas State, he won't be allowed mm-hmm. to make the kind of mistakes that he made at Nebraska. Oh, I, really? I really don't believe that. I, they, they put you in position the only the only pushback I've had against that Purdue game, and I'm with you guys, he should have been pulled probably after the second pick. Scott Frost, whether it was right or wrong, it looks like it was obviously wrong, hindsight being 2020. He latched on Adrian Martinez the second he walked on campus. He said, This is gonna be my guy. I'm going down with the ship um, with this guy. Um, and unfortunately, that's what we saw in the Purdue game. To the point where you lost uh, the best player in college football and maybe the NFL and Joe Burrow. Exactly. Exactly. You think he's better than what we got. I mean, we remember that. I mean, but, you know, two coaches are actually to blame for that. Bo Pelini turned him down as well, Joe Burrow. Yep. And then Nebraska turned him down again. But by that time, he had gone all in. He had put his chips in the middle on Adrian Martinez. And he, he was coming off. You know, a performance where people were saying, hey, look at the sophomore year, he's going to win the Heisman. I mean, it, it, he was coming off a great year, and then he could, you know, double down and say, I'm supporting my guy. I don't care how good this Joe Burrow is. We don't need that. I think what he really was saying was we don't need the noise. We don't need the noise around the program. We don't need a he controversy. Stubborn. Yeah, he was, he was stubborn, and he made the wrong decision. By the way, in hindsight, being 2020, it was a really, really, really bad decision. Yeah. Uh, Gus says Amart was tough, good athlete. Um, Brian says I decided I'm not cutting my hair till the Huskers have two nine-win seasons in a row. Will my wow. hair be waist length or dragging ten feet behind me? You know, I could use that as to why I haven't cut my yeah. hair in two and a half <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, I just start saying, and Nebraska makes a bowl game. We'll just no. give it that. Mike right? could donate hair. I mean, that guy. Yeah. He could. He could make. 30 wigs out of the hair that he's got on his head right now. I don't I don't have uh, that kind of hair to give. Uh, I, I think um, Mario Verdusco, I'm not sure people are really big fans of of, of his on the text line. Uh, Corey <laughs> says, Verdusco, fake quarterback guru. There's a real possibility where Adrian goes off at Kansas State. Oh. Here's, here's what I think is the most fascinating scenario is if Adrian Martinez goes to Kansas State, Plays terribly, benched like week four. Casey Thompson comes to Nebraska. They win eight, nine football games. Is all forgiven with Frost? Like, because that's the that's the discussion, or that's going to be the question that people are having. Because a lot of the blame's being put on Frost. But if this is the scenario that plays out, you have a basically just plug and play guy out of Texas. Um, he wins eight or nine football games. Kansas State Adrian Martinez doesn't play that well in. Like Texter said, a much weaker Big Twelve when it comes to right. defense is all forgiven. I mean, do we just turn a blind eye at that point? We might have to. I'll be honest with you. From the is all forgiven. This is the world we live in. It's what happened in the last five minutes. No one's going to care what happened in the prior four years. They may they may go, you know, oh, it was obvious Adrian was the problem, but I don't think it's going to be a oh Scott Frost is completely off the hook for the bad coaching decisions bad play right. calls the the poor execution the just bonehead penalty I mean all things that are related to coaching 
I don't even think it's going to be part of a discussion on the first four years. I think everybody's just going to simply focus on, hey, we just won eight games, nine games, ten games, whatever we won this year, and they're going to be thrilled. Um, and then it's and then you're going to have how big of contingent? I don't know, but there will be. That's going to be like, we're back. Um, I'm going to be the first to say thirteen and zero next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So I think it's very possible Nebraska could win eight games, and it may not be Casey Thompson, the best quarterback Ooh. in the spring game. Was Chubba Purdy? Yep, I agree. he was the best. I mean, and I understand it was small sample size, but it, there's a guy that didn't play all spring and didn't practice all spring, and then he's you know the last couple of practices he did, he, and so he's just up in the spring game. He was he was the best looking quarterback that I saw. I understand redshirt freshman doesn't have a lot of major college experience. You've already kind of, I mean, I think most fans just accept the fact that it's going to be Casey Thompson, and that if Nebraska is going to get to, yeah, it's it's reasonable, but. Uh, you know, we we certainly didn't see anything in the spring game to know what he is. No, but I don't think you saw spring anything in the spring game from anyone. My only pushback against that is why bring in Casey Thompson? Like you you brought in the guy that has the Power yep. Five experience yep. already. Why would you bring him in just to sit him for a kid? I, that I don't think has you never would. played. I don't think you would. But he's not Mark Whipple's guy. Purdy was already recruited, or. Uh, yeah, uh, Purdy was already being recruited to Pitt, so Whipple had a relationship with right, him. Right, right. I don't think he's had a former relationship. Obviously, he had to say yes. Uh, I, I like this guy. I think he's got a good arm. I can work with that. But I don't. I just don't think it's a layup drill like you guys uh, do. That that it's automatic. Uh, just because I've I've heard a few whispers. Um, I don't know if I believe him or not. I don't believe anything as it relates to Nebraska football. <laughs> you shouldn't, right? No. I, until I see it. And we certainly didn't learn anything in the spring game. I think we'll hear, you know, leaks coming out of fall camp uh, by, you know, a couple of weeks into August. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll, we'll have a very good grasp right, of yeah. who has the grasp on the quarterback position. I just don't – listen, I, I, I know Chubba is a four-star – Supposedly supposed to be a good quarterback has that right. relationship with Mark. It just would not make any sense to not. Does it bother you that it feels it like no there's sense. going to be no competition again? I'll be honest with you. I know a lot of people don't agree with this. I don't want competition. <laughs> I, Nebraska. We are at a point that Nebraska has to win now. Name your starter in July and um, let him build that camaraderie within right, the man. offense. Say going into camp, it's your team. It's your team, and we are riding with you. I look, listen. Competition is great until it's not, and then you have a two quarterback situation, no. and then you just have a chaotic nightmare no. when it comes to your offense. The, no. the players aren't on the same page. We don't have that luxury now. If this was year one of Scott Frost, screw it. Throw three quarterbacks out there for all no. I care. No. You don't have that luxury. You have to know who's your quarterback going into week zero and say, this is our guy and we're sticking with him. I feel like you have to. Okay, Nate. So You have to. You threw out some scenarios. I'm going to throw a scenario out to you. Mr. I don't want any quarterback competition. Casey Thompson's my starter. End of story. Fall camp starts, and it is beyond obvious that Chubba – again, this is a scenario. I'm just making this up. It is beyond obvious Chubba Purdy is dropping dimes. It is beyond obvious his his – Thought process is faster. His arm is stronger. He's far more accurate. He's more elusive when he runs. And he is by far the best quarterback on the team. Does Casey Thompson start? No. Name it. But that's the thing is, I don't want this back and forth. If that's the case, name it Chubba. Say, sorry, we we know you thought it was Casey Thompson, 
Chubba Purdy's our guy. Just make a decision. Because this two-quarterback nonsense the teams do, I'm uh, telling you right now, if you do that this season, it's not going to work. I think, it's not. I think you need some competition, at least, you know, in the way – you're in the offseason right now. I, I'd like guys to show up on time or maybe even before – uh, 10 minutes early to lift and get stronger. And if I think that maybe I've got a shot, I'm going to give you probably a better effort than if I think that I have no shot. Uh, and the quarterback, I I think most coaches would agree, if you have a Tom Brady, you're pretty good. If you don't have Tom Brady, you're, you're you know, probably going to suffer. You've got uh, – you've got <laughs> – you've got Minnesota's quarterback. Uh, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick. You got Kirk Cousins. I mean, right. if you you know, so you you I think at least give the guys some hope going into fall camp, and then pretty early in fall camp. That that's maybe what I should say. Early in fall camp is when I wanted. Then name your guy. The problem I, is, what happens when we go into week zero and it's still ooh like final week before man. the season starts? Who's the quarterback? That's the quarterback competition that you want. That is not good for the team. That is not a recipe for and, success. I, I firmly believe And that. I agree well, with I, you. I think, you know, just name your guy. And if and you have to say, you know what? It. You know what? I don't not necessarily stick with it if it just it, if it's going quickly south. You've right. already lost to Northwestern. And, you know, it's not looking good turnover after turnover. I don't think there's anything wrong with being confident in naming your guy. And then if it doesn't work out, I mean, you, you've got to panic. I mean, this is year five. Uh, you got to find a guy that can play the position exactly. at a high level. Exactly. And, and if you have to switch course, switch course. But I think right. I think you're right. I mean, make the decision and say you're sticking with the guy, right. and then don't. We and and then because then worst thing, case scenario for me is we have like a two quarterback system and, and name me um, one time that's worked. It's almost <laughs> never. It's, it's almost, almost never, never works. works. And yeah. and especially this year, it, it has to work. Um, if you're Scott Frost, this coaching staff. You've run out of chances. Like um, you've, run, it has to work, and I just really don't think this two quarterback thing is. Nebraska a good idea. had what, the and, the two most talented quarterbacks, probably our era, Brooke Barron, Brooke Barringer and Tommy Armstrong, on the mm-hmm. team at the same time. Bit, yeah. Um, and that two quarterback system didn't work. Um, it it almost it never, never does. Yeah, it never does. It never does, and it's not going to. I don't think this year's any exception. Yeah, not at all. But I, it would be it would be much like this coaching staff to try it, right? <laughs> eh, screw it. Northwestern throw them both out there. Run some wildcat for well, all Luke care. McCaffrey played the quarterback and wide receiver at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Right? Not good. Uh, exactly. Four Faisal picks. says, let's hope Whipple is deciding the next quarterback. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'm kind of with him on that. Yeah. I mean, he's the big hope, right? I mean, if he's the real guru. If he can turn Kenny Pickett into a first-round quarterback, let's assume he's pretty good right. at his day job. That's at least what I have to say about that. What would he have done one? with Tanner Lee, I think? Ooh. They still would have been bad. <laughs> yeah, <we're still laughs> right, there it bad. is. That's what I was waiting for. It's a block party on the block. 402-464-5685. We want to hear from you guys. Make sure you keep texting in. We'll be back to wrap up on the block. 93.7 The Ticket.